I'm Mitch LaFon from Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. You are listening to the Shouted Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Listen, I preferred when Jerry was part of the team, but hey, whatever. This one's unholy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Boy. Down. Yes. Stop pressing the button. Star Broker Simmons. Star? Holmes Manley. Is that what he does? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss time. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. Gonna grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because fuck him. Six one seven five two five zero. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like? Yes. Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode one eighty four. We're calling this one Gene Simmons. Moneybag sodas. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gene's not here for this one. Yes. Not yet, but. Yeah. Um, it's, I, good, I, it's good one, stuff. It's yeah, good stuff. One of the things I wonder, though, is, is if he does make his pitch to people and they're, they're all serious in the boardroom. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, so we will send you. 10,000 bottles to distribute. And they're like, okay, this is the price. This is that. Okay, we got a deal. We got a deal. All right. Nice. Thank you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's dripping blood all over their boardroom. And they're like, what the fuck? Most definitely. (laughs) Gene, do you drink this stuff? Most definitely. (laughs) There you go. Well, it's... uh, into August. I know. God damn. The back to school shit is all over the place. Unbelievable. Um well, for me, big time. I got yeah. my my son shipping off in a week. Oh. oh. Reminiscent of 1991 oh, when some loud Italian guy goes, Oh, sorry, I'm not playing this song to me. And I'm like, who the fuck is that asshole over there? Uh, here, sir. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it be me. Yeah. And all of a sudden, hot in the shade. You're a Kiss fan? Let's be friends. Yes. There will be a thing called podcast later on. Look me up in a few years. All right. You're saying people will listen to us talk about Kiss? Oh, yeah. <laughs> As opposed to us trying to hook up with chicks in our dorm rooms. Yeah. And then they took the makeup off. Right. Maybe someday they'll put it back on. We wish that. But even so, we're wishing for it. Uh, Me and my buddy over here, we're going to put Kiss makeup on in 1994 and uh, go to the Halloween party like that. Look, girls, Kiss tards. (laughs) Exactly. That's right. You heard me. Oh, no. Let's not start that up. I'm sorry. Actually, 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 am I? Of course I'm not. Well, of course you're not. Of course I'm not. Um. So, Tom, as we usually do, we go backwards before we go forward. We go back and discuss what we did last week. 
Mm-hmm. And last week we did uh, uh, an episode discussing the latest off the soundboard. This is the reunion tour. And uh, this one was in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, if I'm not mistaken, right? Cl- close. Donington. Same, yeah. same thing. Close. All right. Yeah. In England. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Do not say anything negative. I will. About, I promise. I about will. The, the, I will. Uh, I, I, lo- the I love the princess. I, I love the princess. I love her. I love her. Most definitely. (laughs) She's, she's, she's a cute, nice, petite lady. She was looking good. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. right. So uh, we did a poll, right? Yes, we did. Yes. So we tried to get a little creative with this one. So because this was uh, revolving around the reunion tour 96, we asked the question when the reunion started, which of these was the most iconic part of the show to return? Yes. So the options the options were Gene spitting blood, Paul's quote unquote classic stage banter. What kind of banter? Classic. Yes, that's why we put it. Well, you know, I thought uh, he he does. Stage He's always banter. done the banter. Didn't you see Animalized Live Uncensored? Oh yes, that's why we said classic, uh, dummy. Like Ace Frehley. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. You know what's funny about that? So, by the way, hold, so the other options were Ace's guitar solo yes. and Peter's drum solo. And I said to Zeus before we published the poll, I said, I'm telling you right now, we're going to put Paul's banter as an option. And somebody's going to be like, he's been doing the banter the whole time. I'm like, okay, so let's put classic. Literally within 30 seconds of me publishing the poll, Paul's always done the banter. What are you talking about? I'm like, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. What are you talking about? God damn it. Um, That it, was me banging my desk. Yes, <laughs> uh, unbelievable. We're talking stage banner. Ace Frehley lead guitar. Like the classic Paul Stanley star child banter. Holgen intros. Yes. Um, you know, yeah. Um, in the middle of 100,000 years, things like that. Yes. The classic stuff that he's doing now on the right. road. But right, right. Anyways, how'd the poll go? Uh, well, Gene ran away with this one. Um, 50% spitting blood and pretty much everybody's comments were, yeah, you know, that was, that was what everybody well, wanted to Well, you can't see. do the, um, uh, the fire breathing because he was still doing that. Correct. Um, right. But, but let's be honest. Nothing. Is there, nothing. Is there anything cooler than that? No. And then no. he goes up and it's God of Thunder yep. and he's like, yep. dun, dun, dun. And, oh, just come on. Yep. It's so got, iconic. Yeah. And then you got Ace at 36 with the Ace's guitar solo. Paul's banter coming in at around 11% and poor Peter 2% in the drum solo. I love Peter, but drum solos are horrendous. Yeah. They're nobody wants horrendous. to hear a drum solo. Yeah, yeah, Although I will say, we'll talk a little bit about it in, uh, coming up. Yep. Um, you saw those rehearsal footage that came out. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And there's yes. Gene like being sweet. Yep. Like telling Peter, no, what if you do it this way and this way and talking to him about his solo it was awesome. I love yeah. seeing that. I love seeing that aspect of the band where you know everyone thinks they hate each other and stuff and they're always fighting whatever but there's still that part of it the 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 family the family aspect the team the team aspect yeah absolutely um yeah so a lot of the comments revolved around just people just in awe you know especially like people like me and you like that that was your first kiss concert it was my first kiss concert with seeing them in makeup so the demon all decked out doing the blood like that was just the runaway there. And then we'll just, we'll, we got a couple episode specific comments on, on Donington itself. Okay. We got a funny one here from Dr. Two. He goes ranking the off the soundboard covers. 
And then he puts a gif in there of a guy going, there is no difference. Well, there are very, very, very subtle differences. For example, on the Donington one, if you look very, very, very closely in the KISS logo, you can see the underlaying of like the British flag. But I I understand what you're saying. It's It's the same. Ken and Satan service. I enjoyed this off the soundboard with the next one, 1977. I hope this is a sign of great things to come. Uh, baseball and death. Great episode as always. This disc isn't bad, but I hope it's not the last reunion show they release. I don't know. They might. They might. Who knows? Uh, and then our good buddy Murph says this week's hosts and posts a picture of Waldorf and Statler, the two grumpy old men from the Muppets. Because uh, if you listened last week, you know that we were kind of raging against the machine a little bit. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, it's okay. Um, let's see. Polly the Wog. Listen to the gym, and you keep making me blow my sets. <laughs> Hilarious, especially Ace. Yes, of course. Thanks for the shout out, Paul. You get shout outs. It's okay. All right, and that's what we got going on there on uh, the Twitter this week. What do we got on the Book of Face? Okay, Tom. Over there, we got a lot of stuff. Yes, Facebook and, was pretty uh, active this week. Yeah, Kevin Jepson. Uh oh. Yeah, Tiffany Minks. Ooh, yes. Yeah, fart spray. Oh, no. Good on you guys to vent. All good stuff. All made me laugh out fucking loud again. Uh, And fuck that email person. (laughs) Kissed hard for life. By the way, we got a lot of support for our rant against that person. Uh, Yeah. So we we appreciate you guys waving the flag for shouting out loudcast and free speech, baby. Mike Jackson, I've been waiting for this show. I enjoy it. It's a wonderful to have a pro audio form this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's better than Virginia Beach sound. We oh, all know good that. God, that's yeah. Stephen Wood, I listened to the vinyl version. On my stereo, it sounds like Ace's rhythm is buried. Having Gene's bass in your face is interesting quirk of this release. And I enjoyed listening to those bass lines from a musician perspective. Mm-hmm. I think this album could be tremendous with some mixing and production value. It sounds like the performance itself was spectacular. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yep. Good assessment. Um, yeah. Mark Flores Music says, one of the greatest seven seconds in the history of the show. Well done, Tom. Oh, wow. Okay, and this thanks. Was a, and he clipped out. Maggot Furball, here's my thought. Fuck off and get a sense of humor. <laughs> Daniel Holler Houston. I love how I just finished my whole run and there's still an hour left. Awesome. <laughs> the insane collector YouTube bootleg weirdos uh, is uh, harassing you guys is so hilarious. Well, because it's not happening to me. These people are Frank Pantangeli. <laughs> they have me waiting in the lobby. I haven't even gotten to the soundboard review. Um, they're not so much harassing us, and we'll get to it a little bit later when we yeah. get into the news part. Yeah, yeah. It's just people way, way, way too into themselves in this shit. As we say on this show a lot, settle down. Oh. And we'll get into that a little bit more like Zeus said it in a few minutes. Oh, God. Where's the William Shatner clip when you need it? Get a life, will you, people? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, for, for crying out loud, it's it's just a TV show. <laughs> I mean, look at you. Look at the way you're dressed. Uh, you, 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 you've turned an enjoyable little job that I did as a lark for a few uh, years into a colossal waste of time. 
I mean, I mean, how old are you people? What have you done with yourselves? You, you, you must be almost 30. Have you, have you ever kissed a girl? I, I didn't think so. There's a, there's a whole world out there. When I was your age, I didn't watch television. I lived. So move out of your parents' basement. And get your own apartments and, and grow the hell up. <laughs> uh, Devin Fox over on where, Tom? That's our buddy LC from Cobras and Fire. Yeah. Uh, great episode. Yes. Anyone that references your interview, et cetera, or otherwise needs capitalized to reference your show with the full name of the show. Why you or any show would only say another podcast when discussing the subject at hand is ridiculous. Yep. What is this? 1987 with the tonight show with a guessing. You may know them from another network. I said that last week too, great, Devin. Great, I, great point. Right. Yep. This is like the old friggin' tonight show. Uh, uh, late night wars. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, they can't acknowledge each other's call signs or network brand or whatever. But it, the way that one was done specifically, and and you know, it just again, we feel like Kiss probably felt at the time, right? As though like we're beneath them. We're not. Yeah. We're not a serious podcast. Yeah, this other show. Yeah. Okay, too bad we're seriously kicking all their asses in their fucking ratings. Boom. Woo-hoo! That's okay. Over on Loudcaster's page, our buddy Joseph Collins said he was at two reunion shows, Boston and Worcester. Guess what, Joseph? I think you were at all. I think you were at both of those with us. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize Joseph was from, or did I? I don't know. These days, I can't remember everything. Remember, we're we're fucking backed up here. We're putting out the call for the Shout It Out Loudcast intern. And I think we got an applicant already, Tom. Forget about Kramerica Industries. Here we go with the internship. The Shout It Out Loudcast intern. You need to rank all the uh, references we've made to uh, jerky boy quotes, uh, porn stars, or uh, or uh, bad or, or unattractive lead singers from bands. Oh, put them in alphabetical order. See, now you're going to get Dizzy Dean's picket fence teeth on Twitter chiming in on that comment. Now oh, yeah. you can't can't have that. Uh, Michael Murphy, uh, Tiffany Mink says maggot fur ball is a woke tard who even I wouldn't fuck. Woo. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Murphy. And then some Mike Reese. Y'all found an intern yet? <laughs> I think we may have. We might need one for real. Uh, Maybe a clip show's coming up soon. Who knows? <laughs> yes, exactly. Our buddy Josh Brown gave us a nice, uh, it's too a little long, but uh, a nice comment here too. So you want to just mention him. Okay. Uh, nice. Over on our Instagram, Smetzger316. Easily okay. the best soundboard release so far. Odd that the next release is in a live two era concert. Hoping the next one's from either Creatures or Lick It Up Tour. Yeah, Fusion Tech. Nice. You gotta love the the Fusion Tech references are just incredible. Yeah, Fusion Tech. Radio Chaos. You guys want me for life with your chat about woke garbage and people being easily offended. Hands off Tom in Zuez. <laughs> I love that hands off. Yeah. Uh, I always like to say Zuez. That's when people spell my uh, yes. nickname wrong. It's yes. Z-E-U-S. That's okay. Uh, I love you guys. 
don't ever change. This is important to me and millions of free-thinking KISS fans all over the world. You have a supporter for life. Thank you. And Godspeed to you gentlemen. Wow. I love, you know what? Not enough people say Godspeed anymore. <laughs> I, I, I'm a big fan of that. It just sounds so regal and full of respect. Okay. Godspeed. Godspeed, young man. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. Have a good night. I'm going to hit God, the hay. Godspeed, Paul. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, it's nice to meet you. God bless. <laughs> Never gets old. This is the stupidest thing. I don't know why. It seems like it's hit been a hit with you guys because we see you guys posting this stuff on our Loudcasters page. It's just clips of Ace and everyone going, God bless you, Paul. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <It> just... <laughs> I tell you, the Loudcasters page is where I go to get a good laugh. Because oh, you guys God. just don't disappoint. Whether it's like the captioning of certain pictures or oh. the different commentary. It's the, the Loudcasters page is, is amazing. It's so fun. You guys have a great sense of humor. And we, yes. we love that you get ours. And we yeah. have a lot of fun. But just the, like you guys get Get it, which means it's like all of us are just like the so childish. <laughs> yeah. We just love these stupid like ace impressions that we all do. Thanks, brother. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got a DM from Elaine Brewer on Instagram, Tom. Okay. Just a comment about podcast comparisons. A perfect example is the difference between your interview with Carrie Stevens and another Kiss cast. Uh-oh. As a fan, I had certain questions I wanted her to answer, like insights surrounding how Kiss treated Eric towards the end. You guys asked those questions. I thought it was a great interview. The other morons, oh, <laughs> however, oh boy. simply avoided the issue altogether. Only one can speculate as to why that was. But as they always won't go near the topic that might come across as criticism of the band, it's their own fault that they have zero credibility. Keep doing what you're doing. We can all be KISS fans without having to ignore the obvious issues. Well said. Love it. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. We talked about it from day one. We love the band, but we just don't give foot rubs. There are things that we love, and there are things. How can we love them so unconditionally when if you ask the band themselves, they'll be like, yeah, not a fan of that song. Yeah, terrible album. I'll give it a two. Like, why can they even look at themselves critically and expect us fans not to look at some of the things that if you want to, but if you want to have any credibility at all in, in, in with any fandom, whether it's TV movies, books, music, you, you trying to pretend that you like 100% of anything. It's just not human. It's not real. Yeah. So you, you have to, and, and, and yes, we understand there are people out there that are like haters for the sake of haters, trolls for the sake of trolls, but having like, like a legitimate, you know, constructive criticism of whatever it is you're talking about, whether it's kiss or star Wars or wrestling or Marvel or whatever, that that's what makes these conversations and being a fan fun is having those dialogues, not being like, I can't believe you don't like fucking the elder picture disc from the Netherlands. that was released in 1984. I don't even know what you're talking about. What do you mean? Yeah. Okay. Great. I love it too. Like whatever. You know what I mean? It's just sometimes you have to be honest. You know, you're not going to say to somebody, you know what? That picture that I saw of you in 1984 was not very flattering of you. 
you're not going right. to be a fucking jerk to people on no. this. But I want to have people on here, and I know Tom is the same way. Ask them questions that I want to ask. I don't want to put up here and just be like puppets. And Okay, come here, plug your book. Okay, come here, plug your thing. Tell us everything you, you know, what you want to say. Go ahead. I want to ask them stuff. If you invite somebody onto your show and you're not interested in asking them questions, why do you think your audience will want to hear them? If like you don't care what they say, like this episode that you're going to listen to, it's exactly the perfect example. Yeah. I asked them questions that I want to ask. Exactly. You know Everybody can ask them the, you know, the basics about the product. And we get to that. Obviously, exactly. of course you want to know, but I honestly wanted to know questions and you'll hear them that I wanted to ask that yep. what I would say. Yep. And uh, I think that's how we always conduct the show. And I think that's why we have, uh, a lot of credibility here on this show, and that and that and that means a lot. So sure let's does. go over to YouTube. Uh Starman 2012 of Kings. Gotta love these handles, Tom. Oh, that's uh, a good man. One. Zeus had me rolling on the floor with this imitation of Paul, especially ace. Thanks, Paul. Love ya. <laughs> oh, stupid again. Never gets old. We, yeah, I know. Somebody named Fucko. Uh-oh. Great episode. This is by far the best off the soundboard release so far. However, I own a bootleg from 97. Hope Gene's not listening. Oh, where boy. the guitar is a little louder, and there are a few songs in the set list that I'd rather listen to. As for the three idiots on the coin. Oh, jeez. Go read their bio on Apple Podcast. When you pull up their show, that will show you just how threatened they are. Guys. I I mean I, I get it, but we're not looking for a beef with anybody. Everybody, there's enough room for success for everybody. Of course, you know uh, they've got a fucking huge gig going with their YouTube shit. They've been at it for years. They get a lot of great guests on their show, and yep. they do things their way. That's the way it works. You want to listen to them? Listen to them. You want to ban them because you like us? That's your prerogative. If you want to not listen to us and listen to them, whatever. Or or maybe you just listen to everybody. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the smart thing to do as a KISS fan. Listen to them all. They, yeah, we've then, said this a million times. They all offer something of value and something different. So don't we're not we don't get into the thing about picking battles and, and all that shit. That's stupid. Yeah. You know, occasionally everybody gets caught up in the stuff. But look, Kiss doesn't have to hate Iron Maiden because Iron Maiden had success, right? And us talking about there about yeah. for everybody, and us commenting on our success and talking about us where we are—that's us being proud of what we've done and, and proud of you as fans for putting us there. That doesn't mean that we're simultaneously denigrating other shows while we're doing that. Do sometimes we get a little, uh, you know? little bit of a tongue-in-cheek, a little smart-ass with our commentary when it comes to that. Of yeah, course, but everybody that, of takes course, their punches, right? Of course, but that's us. But ultimately, it's respect across the board to everybody. Yeah, and that's and that's just the thing. So anyways, Mr. Antonio 2005, I heard Preacher Paul negotiated the following clause in all of the KISS live contracts. If Paul says the city's name 10 times or more the night, the promoter agrees to provide KISS with free flapjacks, and purchase a hundred copies of his book backstage. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's brutal. Not very nice. That's brutal. Charles Bronson. Oh boy, good for him. Okay, that must be weird. Back from the dead. I was just gonna say, good for him. Death Wish Five. 
you little punk. Uh, Kiss is missing the proverbial boat here. Off the soundboard should be a CD DVD package. Kiss is a visual band, and a lot of these albums desperately need visuals. Uh, I I totally agree. I'm 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 still I'm still beating the drum about how the hell they put these packages out with nothing inside. I understand if you want to keep the exterior of the package like bootleg, like cardboard, plain, like kind of like Pearl Jam did with their bootleg collections, but. You're the fucking visual band, dude. Slip something in there, even like a like a band photo or a stage photo from each each respective tour. We don't ask for a lot, but I don't know. That's the life of a Kiss fan. Always bitching about something. Jason Leonard says, "Thanks, Paul. Love you, brother." <laughs> <laughs> oh, your buddy Matt Furball commented, but we're not going to read it. Um, uh, what about Rob? Not beat sure it, what punk. You- not sure what you're hearing, but I'm surprised that they let this turd hit the market. Ace and Peter sound like club musicians. Wow. I was at all the reunion era shows at least twice per tour. I thought it was okay, but I think this sounds like crap. Wow. Interesting. Harsh, okay. okay. That's, that's very harsh. That's very harsh. Wow. Tales of a Kiss Geek, Tom. Uh-oh. Hey guys, <laughs> tales of a kiss geek here. Tom, what a guy. <laughs> Zeus, just the best. Flapjacks. Flapjacks. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, fucko. Yeah, because it's not your place. Love oh. you, brothers. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> they fucking love that stupid haystack. I don't know what it is. Um, guys, thank you so much for spreading smiles and, and positivity weekly i love that i have to pause the video every 30 seconds because i'm interrupting it with my own laughter yes that's what this is all about oh i love that that's great i'm 25 sonic boom is my favorite kiss album oops i'm a tommy guy and i'm in ireland couldn't be further away from a lot of the kiss fans out there but it just shows you that this is what it's all about bringing us all together. As David Lee Roth says, we laugh to win. Nice. My sincerest condolences for your loss. Thank I you. can't imagine what that's like, but I have to say, I'm so glad that you continue to do this because it's fueling you while also fueling the rest of us. Never fucking stop in capital letters, Tom. Well done to both of you. Huge bro hugs from Ireland. When not, if, but when you come to Dublin, the first round's on me. Oh, yeah. Get ready to edit this in. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, Fusion Tech. That's fucking fantastic. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate those kind words. And, of course, I appreciate the, the show of support for the show and for all of us. Uh, so thank you. That, that's, that's great stuff. Love that. Thank you. And then Charles Bronson jumps in again. Tom, did you ever see the In Living Color skit when, when Jim Carrey does make a death wish? Yes. And he's playing Charles Bronson. <laughs> like he's like threatening everybody with a gun yeah. to make the kid's wish come true. Like little <laughs> yellow belly bunk. <laughs> so stupid. Established 17 years ago by actor Charles Bronson. The Make a Death Wish Foundation is dedicated to making children's dreams come true. With the help of Charles Bronson, anything is possible. 
quick part. This is gonna be fun. Not so fast, little guy. It cost thirty-five dollars getting here. <laughs> I don't have thirty-five dollars. Hey, pun scum. Here's a forty-five. You can keep the change. I'm giving this kid a break. Hey, Mister, you wouldn't shoot Freddy the Frog, would you? Of course not. You wart-faced, lily-pad-sucking-tad-pole-molesting-kermit wannabe! <laughs> hey, kid, let's go see what kind of service we can get with a smile and a gun! So anyway, Tom, that's what I have. What do we have left? All right, uh, let's kick into some emails here. All right, and the first one we got here is from our Finnish friend, it's not Rayo Rutsalainen or Teppo Numanen. It is Yanni Aslak Rasanen. And I think those two other guys were Finnish. If not, somebody will correct us. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks again for the great episode. And most importantly, thank you for a great comeback. I was actually a bit nervous about the first episode after the unfortunate hiatus. How on earth can they get back on the saddle? I wondered, will the magic be there or the laughter or the porn and the poop jokes? I was relieved to hear I was nervous for nothing. Glad to have you guys back. We truly missed you. Well, thank you for that. Then he starts to talk about the off the soundboard a little bit. Um, He gets into a a nice long email here. He says, since I'm a musician myself, I noticed the heavy panning of guitars. Ace is on the right, Paul on the left. The fun fact is that you can isolate the guitars and listen to them separately. One last thing. Many episodes ago, I asked you guys what you thought was the moment that Paul's stage rap started to be more annoying than inspiring. I think during and because of the reunion, Paul started overcompensating for the slow tempos and sloppy playing playing with his banter. Ooh, but thank you for that. Yanni Aslak Rossinen, uh, big fan, and uh, we're happy to have you always write into us. And again, thank you for the kind words of support. So, Yeah, and say hello to Kasperi Kapanen. Oh, yeah. Saku Koivu. Yes. Miko Rottenen. Okay. Patrick Line. Okay. And uh, Alexander Barkov for now. Perfect. There you go. Um, right. Yeah. Wonderful. The thing I was going to say about Paul's voice, Tom, is um, I don't mind the stage rap. If he's saying something funny and he goes on and does his Paul thing, I don't mind that. The part about it that was bothering me, and like we all roll our eyes because he's having obvious difficulties now, is the I want you. Or when he says Donnington six times, Donnington. Yeah, like, like, shit. like when he starts doing the over, over and yeah. compensating and just yodeling, whatever he's doing there. Yeah, Nobody agreed. To hear that. Yep, agreed. I know. Yeah. Donnington. Like just get to the song or. Or say something funny like you. Now, don't get yourselves killed or no, nothing like that. You know, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Next one comes from our buddy Adam Stevenson, who has a new podcast out there called The Metal Oasis. Check him out. Uh, you may hear one of us or both of us on there sometime in the future. Uh, he starts off with your podcast has been put on notice. Uh Oh, it has been a while since I last wrote to you two, and it's with a heavy heart that I formally declare my intentions of putting the show on notice. 
The past few weeks have been some of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard as they pertain to porn stars, women of the hefty variety, and breakfast foods. At no point in your rambling, incoherent discussions were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought regarding the band Kiss. Every listener of this podcast is dumber for having listened to it. I award you no five-star child reviews, and may God have mercy on your souls. Just kidding. In this hour-long prologue to a review of the latest Sambo release, you brought up some interesting topics regarding the hate that Shout Out Loud cast receives, and quite frankly, you nailed it out of the park with a blunt fuck off. The main reason I come back week in and week out is the camaraderie between you two, and I really enjoy listening to all the fan feedback. If other listeners can't appreciate the wild rabbit hole tangents that this goes down, then they can fuck right off. As for the other podcasts attempting to emulate SIOL, it's the highest form of flattery one could receive knowing you are making an impactful mark in the podcasting world. One I hope to achieve myself someday. Which leads me to my next point, which is my sincerest gratitude towards Shout It Out Loudcast. This podcast was the catalyst in deciding to stop my own and share my music journey with random fuckos on the internet. Knowing the type of guys you are and the appreciation you have toward your fans, I decided to message you and just ask a couple questions about podcast basics. Without hesitation, Zeus said, let's do a Zoom call. And he spent several hours with me going through every aspect of hosting and editing. Now I'm looking forward to having Tom as a guest on my show. Shout Out Loudcast goes to show that in order to be number one, you don't need to be a podcast with flash and balls, but one that is sincere and genuine to us, the fans. Like several have stated before, I look forward to the following week with bated breath. Cheers, fuckos. Adam Stevenson, the Metal Oasis Journeyman. Woo! Adam. Love you, buddy. Great stuff. Thank you, buddy. Love it. And that's why you pay it forward. Yep. Um, I like to always give a shout out to Stephen Michael from Grown Up Rocks, uh, Sonny Pooney in the beginning. Those guys helped us out tremendously in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem paying it forward. We help out um, Adam. Glad to, do, glad to do it. We helped out. We've been helping out Stevie Flythe and Jason Warden and our buddy Joe Decker. Yeah, Fusion Tech. Uh, on on the flight, we love helping guys out like that and getting yep. them started. Of course, and we don't look at them as competition. No, we look at them as podcast brothers. And That's right. uh, you know, if you we're not going to do this all the time because we don't have the time to do it. But if someone needs a helping hand, we're happy to try to lend them a hand. And right. uh, and and uh, hopefully they'll they'll appreciate it. It sounds yep. like our buddy Adam does. And when he gets successful, I hope he'll pay it forward as well. That's right. Well said. Next one here comes from Dave Stell. Holy fuck balls. The two of you, especially Tom, were on fire this week. Did someone shit in your bowl of Cheerios? You two sure did get a lot off your chest this week. And yes, all of it was warranted. If you guys got this worked up during a regular episode, I cannot wait to hear the next Talk to Me episode. Keep up the great episodes coming, and I'll see you at the kids' table. Yes. We got one here from Scott Greer. Hey, guys, I look forward to the podcast each week and the commentary, insight, and laughs you two provide. On the Donington episode, when you talk about Ace's first selection in the intro, I I busted out laughing. (laughs) The person who reports to me at work saw me laughing hard and asked if I was all right. Imagine Ace saying, thanks, Paul. We're going to do shock me. (laughs) 
That is some funny ass shit. Thank you for the laughs. You make being at work somewhat tolerable. And that comes from Scott. That's awesome, nice. man. Um, now we got another one here from our website because you can comment directly via our website. This comes from Steve. What's the Taylor. website address, Tom? It is shoutitoutloudcast.com. He says, I'm kind of new to the podcast. It's become my absolute favorite. I laugh so hard, so entertaining. The review shows are my favorite. Keep up the awesome work, guys. Love it. And just to remind everyone, we generally record on Wednesday. So that last email came in literally about 20 minutes before we were about to record. That's right. So if you want to get your, you know, your message read or anything like that, Try to get it to us before Wednesday. Now, sometimes we do an episode on Tuesday. It happens or whatever, sometimes Thursday. But generally, it's Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time. So if you want us to get to it beforehand, just just have that knowledge. That's all. Yep. So we're going to finish off with a very special email here. Ooh. Titled, Checking In. Hey, guys. Just wanted to say, been enjoying the show every week. Love the Roy Damn Show. Fascinating stuff, to say the least. I don't know where the stuff is coming from, but glad to see it. And thank you for not being so PC sensitive. I have a saying, quote, I'm offended at how easily you are offended, end quote. By the way, I didn't even know I was in the Reels Kiss show. Ha ha. I do a lot of those, and I don't remember doing that one. So thanks for letting me know. I have yet to see it at some point. Keep rocking and look forward to talking Kiss again soon. Signed, Eddie Trunk. Now, that's funny because to get to a point where uh, uh, you get an email like that, it's uh, it's pretty uh, nice. Yeah, it feels good because like him or not, and there are times we strongly don't like his opinion, Eddie has a million things in front of him to preoccupy shows to watch concerts that he's invited to hosting duties he needs to do his own show his radio show his podcast he's got uh, interviews preparing all that stuff yet he finds time to listen to our kiss podcast now if that's not giving you a, a little bit of a rocket in your pocket i don't know what is it's pretty nice it's pretty it, it's it's pretty impressive we're, we're, we're definitely happy about that and we're going to finish off with uh, with two more quick things here. We get a DM on Twitter from Frankie Sloan. Hey, fellas. Just want to say I love the potty. Never heard that one. P-O-D-D-Y potty. Be careful how you say potty on this show. <laughs> Relatively new to it, three or four months. But it is refreshingly honest and very, very entertaining. We all have our gripes with Kiss, and I'm glad that I found a podcast who says it. Can I just say I wasn't going to buy off the soundboard Donington, but listening to a review of it and how much I had been listening to it, especially thanks, Paul. <laughs> I now have to go get it. Keep up the good work and keep telling the snowflakes to fuck off. I fucking love it. All the love from Liverpool, England, and don't mention the fucking Beatles. That's what he said. Wow. How many comments, Tom, did we get about? Thanks, Paul. It's it's the new thing now. We're gonna that's gonna be our next t-shirt design or something. Thanks, Paul. God bless you, brother. And we're gonna wrap up feedback with a huge shout out from a huge fan of our show, huge fan of Jericho. And that is the wonderful Lisa 
Michaelic, who has been tweeting at us, <laughs> almost live tweeting during the episodes about things that make her laugh and she finds funny and she tags us. And the enthusiasm, you can feel it as she's tweeting. She's doing the laughing emoji. She's so passionate about Kiss and the show and Jericho, things that we all love. So you are going to get the first ever general comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. Yeah, Lisa's been great. Um, we missed her at Creatures Fest. She was there. I know. I don't know how we missed her. I, I feel terrible about that. That would have been a blast. Yeah. And uh, Lisa, we love what you're doing. We thank you. And I'm sure Chris loves it, too. So our, uh, I'm sure Jericho knows all about you. And yep. uh, we appreciate it. And thank you very much. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. God bless you. <laughs> all right, brother. <laughs> Thanks, sister. <laughs> and tom what we do now we always give a shout out to our patreon family uh patreon is a app where people can help and contribute to the show help with production costs software all sorts of stuff that we use to spend on the show and by doing so they get some perks from us whether they're included in our album review picks whether they're included in our our march madness selection um, you know, t-shirts, uh, stickers, uh, polls, sneak previews, all sorts of stuff. And we got a few things coming up for them. They're going to really like, and, uh, that's how people help shows like podcast out. Some go to, um, you know, Patreon is there for like artists of all sorts, musicians, uh, painters, podcasters. It's a way to help out independent people in companies and, uh, shows like us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you make a contribution. It's like a monthly contribution. You pick the category you want. We have four uh, all the way from the Catman, Spaceman, uh, the uh, Star Child, and, of course, the highest, the Demon Tier. And uh, with that, you get perks like we talked about and uh, get to be part of a unique family because the Patreon family is <laughs> a huge help to us. And when you people say, how can I help the show? What can I do? Or I really love you guys doing this. I hope you guys continue. Well, helping is Patreon. That's the best way you can help out the show. Um, and we do have a new Patreon, and that is longtime contributor to the show who's been commenting for quite some time, and that is Brad Beard. So Brad jumped on board as a Star Child member. And we greatly appreciate it, Brad. We thank you and tip our hat to you. And we appreciate anybody that's joined our Patreon family because it does help us out tremendously. Again, if you want to help the show, and uh, we think the show has been helped tremendously by Patreon since last year, the growth that we've had, can I think we can attribute a lot of it to our Patreon subscribers. And uh, if you want to help us out, go to patreon.com, go to Patreon the app, or better yet, go to shoutitoutloudcast.com, our wonderful new website. When you log on, the first thing you're going to see is our logo and all sorts of stuff. There'll be an Amazon link for our Amazon page, but right next to it is a link to Patreon. It's the best way to help out Shout It Out Loudcast, and we really appreciate you guys if you can do that for us. So thank you. 
Yeah, you guys are the best. Uh, the contributions that you give us uh, really, really help the show in all different ways. Uh, and we always want to try to give something back to you guys, you know, being involved in voting on things like Flashback Friday, certain tiers, getting a sneak peek early of the of what the episode is going to be before it drops on Saturday, being involved in March Madness, being involved in ARC, all those things. And then just having that that special Patreon community where people can send messages and just kind of be a family. Uh, and it's a huge thing. And again, we want to give a huge shout out to Brad Baird for jumping in on Patreon. He's been a huge fan of the show loves to comment and contribute and interact. And uh, that's what we love about, about all of our Patreons. So a big thanks to Brad this week for jumping in and being part of the family and to all the other Patreons. Thank you guys. Tom, what we do next is we go over to kiss world and we talk about what's going on in the kiss news, anything going on other than them prepping for Australia. It's real quiet. It's really quiet. Yeah. There's really nothing going on. Um, it's quite shocking. Um, really no, you know, no, no, no merch coming out. Uh, the tour is rolling along, so we're happy to see that. Um, they're going to be doing his usual condolences. Well, yeah, he jumps on. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah the, the beautiful and lovely Olivia Newton-John just oh, recently so passed boy. tragically. Uh, I think everybody in our age bracket absolutely at one point or another had multiple crushes on her uh, for many obvious reasons. So obviously, Paul jumped in on the on the condolences to that. Um yeah, and and they just they kind of gearing up for uh, Australia, and uh, you know th- that's really about it. There's really it's really kind of crickets in Kiss World right now. Now, the true Kiss World, there's crickets in the bootleg Sam Loomis world. It just continues to just get insane and bizarre. Yeah, I I don't know. I, we've had these conversations. I you guys have heard where we're coming from. I will tell you personally. I, I'm not a big fan of this stuff. I, I think it's okay. Big deal. I did see some of the recent one, which was the, uh, the uh, reunion kind rehearsal. of practice rehearsal. Yeah. That is shot straight through. I can watch that. It's not a hiccup, half a song, this and this and that. And, and to be honest with you, uh, I, I could care less. I've said it to you guys in the beginning. It's, it's not the videos that I like. It's the drama. I like the drama. It used to be the drama, but now it's just, it's over the top. It's constant. You have different Facebook groups battling against each other. You have secret DMs. You have secret aliases, fake profiles talking about this. Hey, this is going to drop at eight o'clock Eastern. Go to this page to see it. Oh, then somebody posted a message saying, hey, these people can't stop us from dropping. It's like, you have lost the forest for the trees. I understand bootleggers. I understand drama. We're fans of it. We had Roy on. So obviously we're involved in the promotion of the drama and the bootlegs. But after a while, you start to forget what the fuck you're talking about. And 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 that's the thing that's frustrating me right now is that nobody is talking about the band or the videos. It's just the the pointing the fingers and the drama of oh who's who's this nefarious no face person dropping this and that. And that's when that's when you start to lose me. All right. So here's what I will say. I'm interested in the drama, but the problem with the drama now is that too many people, yes, have now figured out. Hey, I can be kissed hard of the week if I attach myself into this drama. Yep. So people are now trying to incorporate themselves. And I will tell you this right now. I believe everything that's come out after the first batch is copycat shit. I totally agree. I don't believe it's the same person, the same Sam Loomis. 
I agree. There are people that are just putting up websites, uh, group pages, talking about, oh, there's fucking this person is in our group. Somebody snooping around like. Oh, yep. It's like people that all of a sudden realize, hey, I can get some fame out of this. Bingo. In the, in the kiss hard world. That's it. And I can like uh, be this. I can insert myself into this discussion and become a character in all this stuff. Hey, Zeus, I'm creating this Facebook group that no one's ever been in before. It's going to be invite only. And if you join the group, we're going to talk about things that nobody else knows about. You can't stop this group. It's going to be exclusive. Yeah. And then I'm going to post something every half a fucking hour. And, and, and you're going to regret joining my group. And guess what? You're not going to fucking see anything on your timeline other than my stupid fucking post. And guess what? Stupid fucking shit. About none stupid of it, fucking people talking about stupid fucking shit. And none of it's going to be related to Kiss. None of it. You're not going to see any videos or nothing. You're just going to see comments about it's like the fucking Kiss Gestapo. Oh, this video I got of fucking thanks, Paul. Like <laughs> yeah. fucking, it's like you're not going to believe this. And it's like, it's just be come on. Fucking a parody. This guy weighs 600 pounds. This guy's a fucking loser. No, he's a fucking loser. This guy said he got sued. No, this guy's going to fucking waddle down the street. Yeah, it's now, listen, it's incredible. I, I get it. You guys, some of you might say, well, what the fuck? You had Roy on. We had Roy on to talk about what the story is. We did an episode on it. We discussed it. He gave us his perspective on it. We didn't say. This is the truth. This is what it is. And we let you guys do the work and figure it out if you think it's right or if you think it's full of shit. Okay. Other people have been commenting. And I think what happened after that, because, uh, uh, you know, he was on some other podcast. um, Everyone else saw the reaction. It's like, oh, I want to do that. Let me get involved. Oh, I'm going to challenge Roy now. I'm going to be Mr. Guy. Dude, who cares? And then what happens? We're not on anyone's team. We're not on anyone's side. Yeah. And then what happens is people like, hey, new videos are dropping. And everyone's like, no one, you, you, you have, you have oversaturated the Sam Loomis bootleg thing with shitty videos. Some of them are good. This rehearsal thing was good. Some of them are okay. But now the, the, the attraction of being like, oh, I'm seeing something forbidden. I'm seeing something unreleased. If somebody out there has like, tens or twenties of like 50 videos after a while it's like okay okay these are cool like you once again you fucking ruin it for everybody do you guys That's have what any idea how many fucking dms oh tom way more than i he gets a day oh my god with people from both sides of this whole situation oh yeah saying oh do you know about this oh do you know about this hey did you see this video hey did you drop this Yep. So I don't mind you guys doing it, putting it on our loudcasters page. Hey, no, that's fine. Go ahead, keep doing it. And absolutely everybody. I don't have a problem with that. I know of Tom course. doesn't. Nope. But but this whole like uh I can't explain it. Uh I think the proper way to phrase it, this whole like infatuation with let's get him. No, yeah. he's out to get us. Dude, Kurt. Gooch is a guy out there probably trying to make money. The guys that collect this shit are guys that like Kiss and are probably trying to make money. There are no good guys and bad guys really in all this shit. I don't care. I'm not on any team. I know Tom isn't either. This is fucking ridiculous. 
I, you you watch people on either side. We get shit from fucking Roy. We get shit from the other side too as well. Yep. We get videos. There are people putting up all of a sudden there's like 20 new fucking YouTube podcast channels. We tried watching one the other day. It was the most fucking painful thing I've ever seen. It was like a skit. Like a was, like a, oh sat, like a Saturday Night Live skit. Let's talk over each other. Let's not say anything. Yeah. Let's just fuck. It's just, dude, calm the fuck down. Like I said, ultimately, you're forgetting why we're all here. Because like you said, Zeus, now now it's about, I'm going to create this Facebook group so that I can sabotage X because I think Y did this to Z. And you can't do anything about that. And then all of a sudden, well, this group is shut down. So I'm going to go on YouTube and post this video to fuck this guy. It's like you've, you have now officially lost the script. It, it's it's tiring. Yep. And I'm at. I'm not point. even interested anymore. No, the, I'm not. The, I'm, I'm not. not. The drama. I'm dead. I'm dead. It's dead. I'm dead. It's. I've zoned it out. Oh, I'm not saying the drama. I'm still there. But yeah. like, as far as these videos dropping, I would rather kiss. Just give me something. I don't. Like you know me. Yeah. I, I don't want anything used. I don't want anything half-assed. Right. Give me the real shit. When the real shit comes out, I'll watch it. Right, right. I, I don't Agreed. need to see bullshit, stupid stuff, half cut, half not. I'd rather see the and get the real stuff, and I can wait. I've yep. seen Kiss live. There's enough videos out there and CDs and albums and whatever you want to call it yeah. out there to keep me happy for now. Yep. I okay. Agree. So I agree. the fact that you're getting the Anaheim concert, the fucking lost footage of Ace throwing a, uh, a, a guitar pick out in the front row and a girl spilt her drink. And I got that copy. I got the tape of that. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Who gives a shit, people. Nobody does. Fucking calm down. Yep. But you'll have those people like, oh, shit, I can get my kiss fandom out. Let me get out of the closet. It's the fucking Kurt. Uh, it's the fucking William Shatner skit all that, over again. That's all of this is. Look it's at you got, people. It, you over there. Have you ever kissed a woman? You must be 30. That's it. That's what it is. No, well, I've never kissed a woman, but I have a footage from Kobo 1974. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. Oh, man, people. Yeah. Enjoy the band. Enjoy the music. Calm the fuck down. Stop trying to ruin other people's fucking yeah, lives. For God's sake. Like, yeah, we're going to fuck him. And, oh, I'm going to fucking cut his head off and, yeah. and eat it. And because, because. He's got the fucking Lago footage and the extra encores. Like, who fucking cares? Thanks, Paul. <laughs> and we're a kiss podcast and we're saying that. But that's what I'm saying. That's how exhausting it's all become. Oh, uh, good. That's it. <laughs> Out of our system. Yes. All right, Tom. So before we move on, let me go down to the convenience store, buy a pack of cigarettes, and trade some VHS footage of... Uh, Peter trying to read that sheet music when he tried to come back to the band after they booted him out. I've got some of that. And I, I was told I can get that if I, uh, you know, slip this guy 15 bucks and a pack of marble red. All right, we're back. I, I tried to get my hands on some bootleg stuff too, but the only thing I could do was get a, uh, fairly used version of that trash can that came out in 1978. So it's pretty good. I'm, I'm real proud of that. I pay, I only paid 900 bucks for it. So I'm, I'm, I feel good. Ooh, that trash can. 
Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, Tom, today we have a, a nice interview with three guys that are part of Gene Simmons Money Bag Sodas. Uh, you know, when we go into these things, we've we've done this before. Like we have no idea what these are gonna be like. And uh we hope like people have a personality and be able to talk and have a good conversation. And thankfully, we're never disappointed. Totally agree. We do every time we have these interviews with people that we're not familiar with or people that we don't know at all, we're always just like, let's hope this goes well. Let's hope we get a great episode out of it. As you prepare to listen to this one, you'll find out everybody was pleasantly surprised. It's a great one. So we're happy to we're happy to have you guys hear this one. So this is our interview with the three guys from Gene Simmons Moneybag Soders. Brothers John and Paul Janik and Chris Hake, known as The Wallet. Here we go. So this week, we're excited to welcome three special guests. The men behind the Gene Simmons Money Bag Soda. We have brothers Paul and John Janik and Chris Hake, also known as The Wallet. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome to Shout Out Loudcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We're excited to talk to you guys. Pleasure to Thanks be here. Yeah, Thanks for having us. Thank you. So now, now, how did that nickname come about? The wallet. Yeah. Um, I mean, it really it started from from day one, is because you know John and I are brothers, so he calls us the brothers. So we had that other odd member in there, and once the first time Gene had met Chris, he had asked him what he does for a living, and blah blah blah. And Chris is actually a, a accountant, CPA. And he said, I keep these guys in line. So Gene said, I'm going to call you the wallet. <laughs> so it's stuck. Uh, he told me I'm going to die with it and it's going to be on my tombstone. And when Gene speaks, we all listen. So, yes. Uh, that's it. We so, yes. Uh, my, my nickname is the empty wallet. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm no wallet. Yeah, no wallet. I don't even have a wallet. Paul doesn't even have a wallet. No. Nice. Yeah. Now it's funny. There's Michael James Jackson, which unfortunately recently passed that gene awesome. name. And now there's the wallet. There's two. I right. Know. <laughs> right. He gave That's those right. two nicknames out. That's right. So what we usually do, guys, is we put out a question called the Murph questions. These are questions for all I guess. There are five of them. They're very simple. Um I think you guys might have a conflict of interest on the first question, but we're okay. going to try it anyways. Um, so for my uh, view, I, I think I'm, I'm starting with the wallet first. Okay. And then John to Paul. So okay. let's go first. Your favorite kiss member. Answer carefully. <laughs> you can say not counting. Gene. <laughs> All right, how about that? How about, how about other than, other than Gene, your favorite kiss member? Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley. Okay. Uh, are we, are we going across here? Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. So go uh, ahead, John. Uh, other than, other than Gene Simmons, who is obviously the best, uh, my favorite member is, is Paul Stanley. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, Paul. Since I was a kid and I'm not just saying this because we do business with Gene. I was always a Gene Simmons guy. Um, I related to, I was always into monsters and universal stuff as a kid. So Gene would always kind of use those as a reference, and I caught on to it at a very early age. So I always stuck to Gene. Anybody else besides Gene that you've always that you've kind of gravitated uh, towards as a, as a lifelong fan? I'd have to say, you know, it's it, it's a toss up between Ace and uh, Paul. Okay, I always liked Ace. I liked his character. He's a great guitar player. Uh, personally, you know, I don't really know the guy, but 
Yeah. Well, as far as his music and, and his guitar abilities, I always really enjoyed that. Okay. Great. So, again, now we're going to go start with uh, The Wallet. Favorite song. Oh, man. <laughs> and it could be today. It could Every be forever. Song. It's up to you. Uh, he likes Cadillac Dreams. Every song he... is good. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like that song. I want money. Yep. He, he's the wallet. Money. Man. That's true. Money bags. Money bags. That's it. I mean, there, there's so many of them, but the one I gravitate to. I show. It, you know, is probably the live version of Black Diamond off alive. I mean, all right, great it's call, John. You know, but, but, but you know what, Cadillac Dreams is is a great fucking song. Thank you. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, he uh, okay. Tom's not a fan, but I. It's love okay. It. It's okay. I love it. I mean, I love. I'm I'm a Gene guy, but that one's a little okay for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, my favorite song. Jeez, they're they're all awesome. Of course, you know, it kind of varies between the two, you know, all around. But I'd have to say maybe the Kiss Alive version of a, a hundred thousand years. You, you got you got the the drum solo. You got Stanley going off. Uh, yes, you know you, you got it all. And then maybe a honorary mention. You know, War Machine always kicks ass too. Okay, That's right. That's cool. right. All right. Uh, I love Parasite. Yes, and. It's such a great tune, and like we went to see Gene, and then this is why it really even made me like it even more because like he pumped his bass so hard last time we seen him playing that tune. Remember at the uh, in Syracuse? Yes, he was making love to his bass, dude. <laughs> went, off, <laughs> went off, and I was just like, oh my god! And it made me like the song even more. And yeah. I, I do like a lot. I love the '80s stuff. I like the 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 stuff without the non makeup. Um, Creatures of Night album, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. There you go. Okay. All right. So you said it. Now that's my next question. Favorite album. And we're starting with the wallet. Studio album? Yeah. Live album or any album? Let's stick with let's stick with studio. Uh I I gotta go with uh with rock and roll over. Okay. That's a popular pick amongst our guests. Rock and roll over. Now if I if I'm going with one without makeup. Yep. Carnival of Souls. No, not Carnival. Of Souls. Oh, come on! I love Carnival no, of Souls. You no, know, I've actually really warmed to that album. I really, okay. but but it's not it's not up there. I I would have to go with uh, asshole. I'd probably <laughs> I'd go with the silent. I'm going with the silent. Okay, okay. So I, mine, I, I I would have to say the one I listen to most is also Rock and Roll Over. Uh, okay, you know, second place maybe the maybe their debut. Okay, uh, makeup yep. record. Jeez, I'd I'd have to say I'd have to say lick it up. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, that's a good Paul. Thing, Paul. Um, uh, let's see, <laughs> studio. All my, you know, it's there's so many good ones. Um, I'm in Dress to Kill. Yes, over to like Dress to Kill is a great album. I always love the artwork on it. Non makeup. Uh man, that's a tough one. I I, I mean. Lick it up's awesome. Animal eyes, I love. You know, they're all okay. great. They're all, they're all great. They're That's all the awesome. thing. It's tough to pick. A lot of close seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so tough hard. to pick. So hard. All right. So now we're gonna go and ask how many concerts have you seen? Kiss, kiss concert. Yeah, kiss concerts. Chris. Uh, 
Jesus. I, I've, I've never really kept track. I know that these guys got me beat. I mean, they started going to concerts, KISS concerts when they were the first four or five creatures years old. Night. Creatures of the Night was their wow. first one. You know, uh, I, Would, I, if I had to put a number on it, I'd probably say it's, be, it's probably around 30. 30 wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, John? I, I'd have to say mine, I don't know the exact number, but it's got to be around 60. Wow. wow. Okay. Those, yeah. Okay. Damn. That was nice. Here, most of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you uh, got you guys were seeing club shows too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You had oh, a wow. club tour. Um, we, I would have, I'm right close to John. He's, he's probably I, 10, 10, or, 10 or 15, 50, 40, okay. 50. Wow. Nice. Wow. So, yeah, and the last so one is the last question of these is what's your favorite kiss memory? <laughs> I know I'm not putting you on the spot or anything. Favorite kiss memory. Well, I, you know, I guess for me, I'd have to say uh, when that curtain was up for that 96 reunion tour, I saw him in yes. uh, second night Gundarina in Cleveland. And I probably, I probably uh, wet my shorts, man. And that, <laughs> it was my first kiss concert. Actually. It was my, Oh, first no shit. Okay. It was, it was um, mine too. When I saw him in 96 in Boston. So yep. I know what you feel like. I, I freaked out. I still get the chills thinking about it. That was mm-hmm. probably my my best kiss memory nice that awesome. curtain dropped nice. all right john well I, you know I, I really got mine split into uh really crazy stories uh gene simmons actually came to my house uh signed my wall checked out all my kiss stuff was pointing out the stuff that he had what stuff he didn't have <laughs> uh so to have gene simmons at your house that's that's probably number one and then also i'd have to say paul stanley uh, at two separate times, brought my my two daughters on stage. So my both my daughters oh. performed with Kiss on stage. I got the huge photos on the wall back here. That's awesome. Uh, so I, I mean, I'd have to say those are probably two of the coolest things. Indeed, wow, those are good ones. Wow, <laughs> nice, Paul. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, we we did a lot of like uh, promo stuff with Gene, and and I'd have to say the my. One that really sticks in my head that I talk to about all the time. We were driving Gene back to the uh, uh, airport in Rochester, New York. We had him the one day. And um, my phone had died. So the wallet was in the back seat navigating me. And <laughs> it, it just happened to, because Gene always sits up front with me. And so he guides us down this road. And for some, it showed, you know, an entrance to a main street, but there was like a guardrail there for some reason. Maybe someone owned that little strip of land and cut it off. So I just looked at Gene. I said, man, you good? And he goes, I'm good. I drove, I did a lawn job with Gene. (laughs) We drove right around the guardrail. And the best part about it was the wallet's wife and John's wife were behind us following us. <laughs> we're laughing, watching him in the rearview mirror, like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> so I dr- imagine looking out the window, seeing a black suburban with Gene Simmons in the front, drive a seat, <laughs> driving through your front yard. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Hey, those are good stories. That's fantastic. Nice. All right. So let's get into money bag here. So we 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 uh we saw a little bit of your of your background, but tell tell our listeners. How you guys like lifelong diehard Kiss fans? How this just came together and, and turned into this this amazing partnership with Gene? Well, um, we had needed the the individual Love Gun you know posters that they put out, 
We needed mm-hmm. Gene's autograph because I, me and my brother John. So we caught wind that he was coming to Wizard World in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Just doing signing. He did like a yeah. talking. 2017. 2017. So I went there. We brought our families and stuff like that. And um, so we had a VIP. We got up there first in line. And so Gene was spent a lot of time talking to my son. So then he's just like, you know, what do you do? And I said, well, we own a soda company. And I, I asked him because at the time they, they were doing the Kiss Cola. So yes. a, a Kiss Cola. And I told him, I said, Gene, I said, you know, like, I was very very disappointed because the guys that put it out, uh, I've been doing business with them at the time for about 10 years. And I said, I'm really sad that they didn't contact us for this project, knowing what big KISS fans we were. And he goes, well, he goes, "Um, do you have a card? And I said, yeah. He goes, well, he goes, I got got some ideas for you. He goes, "Uh, I'll call you in a couple days. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know. So <laughs> yeah. after the the we got the stuff autographed, we went up, got our uh, photos taken, you know, pose photos. Sure. And um, John, my brother John had said, "Hey, don't forget to call us." So Gene's like, "Well, I'm going to prove it to you." So he he pulled the card out of his pocket and took a photo of it with his phone. Back, I said, "Make sure you take the back." I said, "Because that's my cell phone number." So. We have professional shots of that, uh, of him doing that too. So it was probably, it was on a Sunday and I see my phone, it says unknown number and, you know, nobody answers those. Right. And I yeah. just figured, ah, what the hell, you know, you never know. Yeah. I answer the phone. Hello. This is Gene Simmons. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, did he say I, from kiss? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, he said of kiss. And okay, uh, of course, so, okay, and so I'm like, oh, like my heart stopped. I went, I went and hid in the bathroom because I have uh, five dogs and I didn't want to bark. Yeah, but you know what I mean. So my wife comes in and she's like, "What's wrong?" And I showed her, I, I put it on like speaker, and she's like, "Oh my god!" I mean, you know his voice. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like he goes, "All right." He goes, "Send me your contact info." He goes, "Here's my email." So. I hung up the phone, you know, I was just like, oh my God, I called my brother. Now he's with his family. And uh, I said, dude, Simmons just called. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God. You know, so <laughs> they're all freaking out. So my, I, I'm getting another call from an unknown number again, like literally like within minutes. And I said, dude, I think he's calling me back. So I answered the phone and, and I'm like, hello. He goes, Paul. I said, yes. He goes, did you send me your contact info? <laughs> And he goes, I'm sitting in front of my computer right now. And I'm like, oh, my God. I said, I said, Gene, I'm driving. Let me pull over. And I was just like, oh, my God. So that's kind of like how it all started. Yeah. And, you know, he, he'd he given us a, a picture of his licensed money bag, you know, the image. The logo, so, yeah. yeah. You know, he or trademarked it back in the 90s, and Monopoly couldn't come after him when they did Kissopoly because he would have sued them for the money bags on all their. <laughs> so he went through the whole thing, and we just. Oh, we that's did. interesting. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He did Kissopoly. I don't know if it's like Parker Brothers. He goes. They couldn't do anything. He said because I could have sued them for all royalties for all all my money bags on their <laughs> things. That's all right. the way back to 1990. <laughs> wow. So, you know, we had asked him, what's your imp- inspiration for, you know, wh- how do you want this labeled and stuff like that? And 
we're we're all artists. You know, my parents were both artists. So um, I'm, I'm not an artist. <laughs> You're the wallet. The wallet. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> He's in the art of money. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. So, you know, like he he had sent like he said, I want something to look regal. You know what I mean? And he had sent us like a couple images. And the best thing about Gene is is like there's no assistance. There's no not you email directly to him, and unless wow. he's on stage, he will answer immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Wow. So you know, we just started. You know, uh, a friend of ours, which is my tattoo artist, he's the one that kind of when we go there with uh, stuff, he puts it all on the computer, and we would just sit there and we just started plugging away. And we, I mean, we nailed the design probably within a day or two. Yeah. And it's going back, and like we would email him images. Don't tweet this, tweet that, and so. You know, the, once we got designs down, you know, we, we had all the legal stuff done. And, and I mean, it was such a smooth sailing uh, project. I've never even dealt even with other companies like he's just so easy to work with and such a great guy. And you can see why he's successful. Yeah. 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 He Love was totally involved with everything we did. And, you know, that's how it kind of got kicked off. So we know the money bag logo is 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 jeans. Did you guys have. Like, was that was the idea for it to be named that right off the bat? Did you have an idea for the name? Did he have an idea for the name? Oh, or was that it was called Gene. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's, you know, yeah. that's his trademark, the money yeah. bag. That's what okay. Plain and okay. simple. Money bag. Yeah. Money bag. Yeah. So. All right. So, how did this go from in this, like, instead of being a kiss product, being a Gene right. product? Well, I, you know, I, for myself, you know, when Gene contacted Paul, and told him, hey, we want to do, uh, you know, the uh, money bag soda. Right off the bat, me being a Kiss fan, I was like, oh, geez, I, I, I wish we could have did a, a, a Kiss, you know, a Kiss thing. All the, you know, the different. Yeah, the play on the names colors, and the songs. Different but but if you really think about it, though, to me, I think your Kiss is huge. But if you're doing a Kiss product, I think you're alienating, a, you know, a huge part of the world. And you know, you look at money bag. Just just money in general is such a. It, it's such Universal. a. It appeals to everyone. It, it appeals yeah. to everyone. So so really doing that, I I think, you know, it didn't make it look like we were doing a collectible kiss item. So really, I it, it, I I'm, get it. I'm so happy we we went yeah. that route. Yeah. yeah, we were a little like at first, just a little like oh man, you know. But you know, once we got going, just like John said, you know what I mean? It's like you're not alienating your your audience that, that you know, your people that are going to buy this stuff. Everyone and, knows and money. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people, I believe, would have never tried it if it had kids on there. Yeah. Really? No, okay. Okay. No, I, I believe that as well. Took, yeah. it, took it as serious. Um, just seeing that on there, just like John said, you know, would have been more of like a collectible. And I, I think that those kiss sodas, I don't even think they're still around. No, I don't and think so with, either. With all that being said, too, it, it it still appeals to Kiss fans. Yes, it yeah, still has the appeal to Kiss. Right, fans. totally it includes everyone. Yeah. Now, did Gene? Now, when when you, know, you said you're in the the you know the the beverage business, was it was it up to Gene to pick the flavors? Was he sticking with like the standard you know cola diet cola? Did you guys get involved and help him say let's throw in some you know cherry cola or let's do this or that? You know, um, he originally was just like cola. Yep. You know, and we consider ourselves like a vintage soda. We're not craft. Okay. You know, it's, we went with all high end ingredients and stuff like that and call, real colors and stuff. But he had said cola and, and 
the nice thing about Gene is he listens. Mm. And he said, you guys are the experts. You know, you tell me what you think. And uh, so that's how we came up with the, f- the first lineup, because we're adding some very soon, some flavor. Oh, cool. but, uh, okay. Yeah. So that, no, no, no. He, he kind of, he lets us do this, the, the stuff in the soda industry that he doesn't know. He says, you guys are the experts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Initially, yeah. He just, initially he just wanted to do a cola and we told him, Gene, we, we got to get some other flavors in here. You got to have somewhat of a portfolio of flavors. You can't just go out with a cola. So we did it, uh, the initial four flavors. And like Paul said, we're, we're looking to, we're going to do a, a blood orange. Well, we added, we got, five now right or no before yeah we, we actually five, we actually yeah, have we five, five flavors okay. now but we're gonna add a blood orange which obviously is a no-brainer with gene yeah uh, of course yeah and, uh, and we were gonna do like a like a citrus uh citrus flavor kind of like a maybe Sp- like a mountain dew type flavor like yeah. a sprite kind of yeah. thing like yeah, yeah so you have the cola the diet cola root beer Girelle. cream soda and ginger, ginger ale yeah root beer okay. root beer yeah okay okay and you're going to be coming out with a blood orange. Okay. Yep. Wow. So yeah, by the end of the year. Yep. Now help me out. I, I, I drink soda too much probably, but I, I love it. And so I know there's the big part of a, a money bags is the, you guys like say it's cane sugar for all, educate us a little bit. The difference between the sodas that you would go, go grab a Coke at a convenience store in your soda and the difference in the, the sugar that goes in each one. Well, I mean, it's the, obviously cane sugar. A lot of, a lot, you'll see a lot of things that say real sugar on it. So that doesn't necessarily mean cane. Yeah. Okay. Cane is more expensive. Some people will use beet sugar and stuff like that. And obviously the cane sugar is not processed and your body's able to, to take care of it a lot better than you would like a fructose product. Um, as far as like the flavors, like the 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 money bag root beer that we make is the the most expensive product that we make in house. Okay, mm. all natural like spices, flavors, coloring. Uh, the, the the cream soda is just real vanilla. Mm. There's nothing. There's no artificial colors or flavors in them. Mm. And we went like high high end with them, you know, with all the flavors, but. We, we also like we, we like I said, we stayed away from that craft kind of thing, because in the craft industry, just like beer, people are always looking for, you know, the next flavor coming out. You know, yep. they, they, they they don't want to continue to drink the same one. So basically vintage, you know, th- this is just a really good versions of standards like, mm-hmm. you know, and, it, and not only just with the ingredients, the packaging. I mean, if you look, you know, that's the cream soda. I mean, these. Yeah, these are painted bottles. They look like champagne bottles. Nobody, yeah. paints, nobody paints labels on anymore. You know, so we went high end with everything, including the packaging. And like you said, high end, like vintage, like the old fashioned, oh, like soda bottles with the painted. You know, it's not the paper. Or, yeah, paper or sticker. People just, you know, the one thing we said is we're never going to spare any expense on this product, and mm. we didn't. And, you know, and now, better coming out of glass. I mean, it glass, soda yeah. and glass, nice and cold. It tastes absolutely, better. absolutely. Yeah. I can give you guys some little personal experience. Me, anytime I, I would used to always go to Greece for the summers. There's nothing like having a soda on a hot day there, out yeah. of a bottle in a glass, and it is cane sugar. 
most yeah. of the time yeah. when I grew up over there. It's not the corn syrup. And I would come back and I'd be like, why isn't the soda as good? Yeah, and it's yeah. just something about the sugar and it's something about the bottle. It makes it better. And now people can get it here. And contribute to Gene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How right. good is that? You, you know, if it, if it's not offered in, in your area yet across the country, you could always go to our website and it's uh, moneybagsodas.com. Yeah. And, and, and you can order it. And uh, we have nice Gene Simmons money bag shippers that we that we uh, designed. And so, you know, it, it's really available to everyone, you know, through our, through our website. And then there's places all across the country that do carry it. Are yeah, you that was that, that, yeah. I was oh, gonna sorry. Say, are, yeah, are you expanding? I, I. So what we found, I was. It's Wegmans, Seven yeah. Eleven. I don't know what Tops is. And, Tops Markets. That's that's a chain that's up in, uh, like, it's it's up in like what? Uh, pretty New York, west uh, through New York into Pennsylvania. They gotcha. got about fifty stores. Wow. Um, and Rocket Fizz is another one. Rocket Fizz. Yes. I don't IV. know what that is as well. IV. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know that. So when it when it came so when it came to distribution, like John was talking about with the website, was was it were you always going to market in stores, or was there ever any consideration or discussion with Gene that you know let's make this like an online product? Was there always going to be available in stores in supermarkets in Seven Elevens? Was that always part of the deal? It it, it is, and you know, getting distribution and people that'll go up and down the street with it, yeah. um, you know, that's that's always a big thing. I mean, it, it is a little bit more expensive to buy online because, you know, shipping and, sure. gasoline and you know, I, I, everything now. But if you could buy it locally, you know, um, it, it does make a big difference. And um, but we're, we're consistently, you know, getting new distribution, getting new areas, new chains. And we're always on it. And actually, we, we just um, just signed on with a uh, uh, importer in Norway. Wow. He, actually, he came down to our shop about about three weeks ago or a month ago i've been talking to him for about a year and um we have everything registered in norway and mm. they're gonna be shipping it out very soon but he did say that it takes two months now on a, <laughs> a container to get there oh, okay, oh i'm sure yeah, i'm sure yeah. Yeah. he said it used to be two three weeks and he said now it's up to two months but he's also once he gets norway going he he wanted uh distribution for um den was it denmark Denmark and Sweden. And Sweden. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're we're getting it out. You know, that was always that was always the plan to, to get it out to as many uh places, countries across the world, really. Sure. You know, not just online. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and the funny thing about it was the guy from Norway actually found it in Dusseldorf. Oh wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's where he tried it. And he said he paid 15 euros for one bottle out there. Wow. Hey, it's worth it. It's Gene Simmons money bag soda. Yeah, that's that that works. Now, working with Gene, so this is stuff that all our listeners are, are seem like you are you're just like them. Like oh, I love yeah. kiss doing this. You have your own job, you have your own profession. Like, how does that how do you keep the fanboy down? Um, and 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 still manage i mean i i've got to be honest here it's it seems like a a nice balancing act and how is he with all that and your interactions with him and do you get the chance to be like so gene when you wrote almost human why did you decide to go 
Well, uh, the, 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 wall, the, wallet, uh, the wallet can never contain himself. He's always yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you get that? Like, I'm curious. Do you get Dude, that availability listen, to be yeah. like, hey, uh, why did you write that lyric in this song or anything like that? He, it's still, it's almost like it's not even real. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really funny because Gene really took to my brother and I and Chris. I think just because we're not yes men, like we just like to sit down, have an intelligent conversation, mm-hmm. um, whether it be music, art, family, uh, just just really anything. And 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 we actually, if we don't agree with him, we let him know, and he loves that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So like the fanboy stuff, like I, I still remember we were we were out in Dallas, Texas. We were going to the the Seven Eleven headquarters. We're on our way there, and um, and we were talking, and and I said I I was telling him about the my kids being little watching history. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I said, you know what song they really liked, and he's like, what? And I said, she's so European. Ah, okay. And he's like, da, 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 da. and he's like. <laughs> He's like, that's the song. And I said, yes. He goes, why? Why? <laughs> and I said, I said, it's a great song. I said, I, I like Unmasked. I think there's some yeah. great tunes yeah, out Unmasked there. Unmasked is awesome. The Gene songs it. are. Whether it yeah. was studio musicians or not, there's phenomenal songs on there. Yeah. And I, it was probably like a, a week later, I'm, I'm online and we would always watch like the videos on YouTube of uh, the Gene Simmons band playing. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And he comes on and says, uh, it was something to the fact of, you know, like a fan told me uh, that they like this song. And he goes, she's and like, everyone freaked out because I don't even know if they ever played it on tour or not. Did they, John? Uh, I don't ever remember them playing it live. I, they I played it on the Kiss Cruise last year. When we went on the, we went on the Kiss Cruise last yeah. year. They played but it on the indoor show. Besides like a, like a Kiss Cruise. That yeah. Was yeah. 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 They played it, I think, when they visited in Lynn, Massachusetts. Me and Tom were planning on going, and for some, I don't remember Couldn't what happened. Go. We didn't go, and he played. He pulled out all these rarities, and every time I see that YouTube footage and stuff that you're talking about, I want to pull my hair out and be like, "Ah, we missed this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he, exactly what you're talking about. He did some great tunes. He did, and it, it was funny when he came to Syracuse to, with the Gene Simmons band, and I asked him, and I, and I looked at the set list. I said, "Hey, man, you gonna play She's So European for me?" He goes. Do you want to hear it? I said, yeah. <laughs> and he played it. And it wasn't even on the set list. He still he played it for me. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So after your initial meeting with Gene and the launching of the product, you know, designing the logo, the name, all that, you know, and, and, and it takes off. Are you still, is Gene still actively involved with the money bag soda or is it now your your thing you guys are running it and and he'll maybe check in here and there how, how, what's his involvement today with with money bag well we talk i talk to him a lot i okay. mean i'll be 4 30 in the morning and he'll he'll text me a photo of the of the <laughs> the crowd the one what were they just in brazil where were they in, in europe, europe. yeah yeah I was, wherever no it wasn't it was before budapest okay and, so like he'll send me and I'm, I always look to see if it's a group text and it's not. He'll send me these oddball <laughs> things. But like um, he's he's still involved. Like I was talking about the guys from Norway. Like yeah, wanted to introduce them to Gene. So we set up a a, a Zoom call, which was I think two weeks ago from today, right? Uh, yeah, it was two it, weeks. It was probably about a, three weeks. Yeah, two three two weeks. three weeks ago. It was on a Friday, 
And so I wanted to introduce him to the, to the, to the guys out in Norway. And uh, he's like, okay, do it. It was three o'clock Budapest, Budapest time. time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For us, it was like, what, six in the morning? It was like nine in the morning. Nine and whatever it was. <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and so we, we still talk to him um, anytime. And this is how great this guy is. Like, not only like, will he, he'll call people like buyers for a, a chain or whatever. We've gone on buyer calls where he comes with me. Oh, okay. wow. Up to, up to the headquarters, you know, and yep. it's, uh, say like, uh, someone has a sandwich shop and it, this happened out here. And so it's a good, uh, story. Like he'll, he'll actually like do, uh, like spots for social media for people. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be some big, it'll be for anybody. Mm-hmm. Some guy that's got a single like chain, he'll do a video with, you know, we'll just tell him, Hey, this is the place, you know, just say some nice stuff and he'll, and he'll send it personalized for them, for them to to put out on social media. Wow. Hmm, that gives me an idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe he could do that for, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, hey, if we ever want to do a follow-up to this, uh, I'm sure we could uh, well, yeah, we could get we, something with Gene, yeah, get him could, on, too. We could, see, we could see something. Oh, that would absolutely be uh, – that would We have our be 200th something. episode coming up soon, Tom, and I think that's true. Perfect. So, okay. we'll, we'll reach out. Yeah, we got It'll some- work. It'll that work now. A, that would be a great way to celebrate 200. Do either any of you guys do a good gene impression? Or is that not allowed? Is it, yeah, I was just going to say, is that allowed to do the gene impression? Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you see that? Well, the tongue, the, the tongue looks good. We go. saw that. <laughs> They can't hear that, but you know. But but, but we need but we need but but we, we need to know because there's a lot of people out there that love doing the gene voice. Um, yeah. I, I could I could do it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's about as far as I go. Right? Let me okay. hear you. <laughs> oh yeah. That one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So tell us something. Tell us something for our listeners, or even for for Zeus and I. Something about Gene that you learned as a fan or as a businessman that that people would be you know, kind of pleasantly surprised to know about him because the diehards like us, like you guys, like me and Zeus, we, we, we know Gene, we've, you know, we've read his books, we've watched his shows, we've followed the man. So we know what kind of guy he is. Is this something that you experienced throughout this whole prod, this project with him that you were like, okay, wow. Like Gene is the man. Well, you know, for me, um, I think the thing I realized the most, you know, he has his shtick obviously where, uh, he might come across like he's an asshole or he's very self-absorbed <laughs> or whatever, but he he really isn't. I actually think he, he he's he's a really good guy. It's the exact opposite of what he puts out there. Yeah. Uh, I learned that that he, he you know he, he asks about our kids. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he uh you awesome. know, we, we had a call with him a month ago, and the first 10 minutes of the, of the conversation was how are the kids? Mm. What are they doing? Is, is everything well? And 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 it's he he really cares. He he he's a good guy. He's a family guy, and uh, I don't think that uh, that he shows that. And may, maybe I'm blowing his cover, but you know, it's it's it, he's a good guy. Yeah, he really I, is a good guy. I just you know, me watching him wherever you go with Gene Simmons, people know who he is. I don't care how old you are, man, woman, whatever. Everyone knows Gene Simmons, and you know that that's. That's a that's a lot of work, I think, when you're when you're out and, and people are just mobbing you wherever you go. Mm. And for me to sit back and watch how he handles that and handles himself 
and and is just generous with his time with with everyone because he's just hounded nonstop wherever he goes. So that that was pretty impressive, uh, you know, for me just watching him do that and all the way down just to even going to the Kiss shows and being backstage and watching what a what a production it is and just how professional Gene is and the whole band. It's 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 pretty amazing. Mm. Yeah, he. he totally with John saying, you know, if, if I'm sure every one of you guys have watched family jewels, you know, oh, yeah. the, the show. Yeah. Yep. And you know, that people watching that, I think had a different view on him. I, I know there was set up scenarios and stuff like that. That's just a, how it goes. The reality shows, but how Gene is like in person on there is exactly that's him. Yeah. That, that's him. Like yeah. he's, he's a generous guy. Um, he he actually listens when you talk to him. He he does like he he listens and he remembers. He's got a photographic memory, and he likes to. I think he's just nerds like us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and I think like a lot of times he doesn't want to you know deal with those yes men and those you know those those people yeah. that are in that uh, entertainment <clears throat> crowd and they're just agreeing with everything you say. Where you know, like I said, we could talk to him about nice personal stuff and have a a great meaningful conversation and um he he really likes to hang out with us he he does and it's we were out for dinner and we're watching youtube videos <laughs> laughing over you know whatever i don't remember what we were watching it was, it was music videos it was some comedy stuff and it, and it was just like you were there with your buddy yeah just enjoying life you know it's uh, uh cool. it was pretty cool yeah it was really cool he's a real and a generous too very generous guy uh just, good to hear Yep. I, mean, we, I, I have nothing bad to say about him. Anything. Yeah. He's great. It's all yeah, very he, endearing when you hear this stuff that, you know, people that know your hero actually tell you what a great guy is. And, oh, uh, you know, they, it, it, that's that. I mean, that that warms, I'm sure, all the Kiss Army's heart. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to get back to, and that's the soda. Uh, in five years, what do you guys see yourselves with the product? Uh, you know, obviously more flavors, you know, getting into more countries would be great besides the United States and getting a, a nice distribution channel throughout all pockets of the U.S. Um, we are labeled for Canada, so we're ready to go into Canada, you know, Five label, yeah, yeah our, our packaging is, is, is totally legit for, uh, for Canada. So if you got any Canadian listeners that uh, we do, we have a lot. We do and have ties and distribution. Contact um, us through our website, yeahbacksodas.com. Yeah. We perfect. have yeah. perfect. Absolutely. And other other products to, you know, or other, I guess, packages. You know, we're looking at different types of stuff, uh, maybe like mixer splits or you know, packages mm -hmm. that you could actually sell at an event, which would be like maybe aluminum bottle. Okay. You know, if okay. it's something that the listeners want in their area, it actually goes a long way. To go into the supermarket, go into where you want to see it, and say, "Where do you carry money bag sodas? You should be carrying this." And and you hope that there's uh, enough groundswell at that uh, that level where they they contact us and we can make it happen. Nice. So tell us. So you mentioned the website. I'm assuming you guys are uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or anything like that. Like where? Because our listeners, our listeners are not only passionate about Kiss in the show, they're passionate. 
about any guests that we have on and any products that are involved. So I know that the I know that our listeners are going to I'm sure they're aware of money bag sodas in general, but after hearing you guys talk about this and and what you're offering, where can they go if they, if it's not if it's not local to them in terms of a retailer, what's the best place to go? What's the website? moneybagsodas.com. Okay. And they can also pick up a sweet t-shirt I saw as well there on the merch oh, yeah. page. T-shirts are for sale. And yeah, we're, we're on, we're on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, we tag you. I, I'm the only one who runs Instagram. Tom runs our social media. I tag you guys on our once in a while for our, I know you guys have a good Instagram page as well. Um, yep. Yeah. And it's good to see. Uh, I know I'm speaking for myself here, but I'm, I'm sure the listeners will agree with me that, you know, you guys are three guys just like us. Yeah, that yeah. are business guys, but you're Kiss fans. You're all good guys, and you know you want to support people, small businesses with sure. you know well, good people that. involved. And it's Kiss centric, gene centric, but every they got the it is. point. Yeah, we're yeah we're, we're we've been all been Kiss fans since we were little. I I my brother my brother Paul was actually the original one. He's five years older, so he got me addicted to Kiss. I've been a fan since uh, I was three years old in '79. Uh, Chris, I, I, Chris, I, I actually graduated. Me and Chris graduated together, and, and okay. we've been friends since sixth grade. He he came walking in with a kiss shirt, and I said, uh, "This guy's pretty cool." <laughs> <laughs> nice, excellent, cool, man. Yeah, we're, we're all cool. we're all roughly about the same age, and we all know what that that the, you know. Some of us have had second waves of kiss. The wave when you first knew them as a little kid, and you didn't really understand it, but yeah, you saw the yeah. makeup and you heard there was music. And then you kind of grew out a little bit, and then you get back into music. And you're about junior high, and you're like, "Oh, I I remember. I really used to love Kiss." And then you're like, "Now I know why I love Kiss." And you start listening again. You get that second wave. There's something nostalgic about Kiss, and it's like we all it's ingrained in us, and it's uh, memories, feelings, sentimental feelings, nostalgia. It's all wrapped up there, and they're yeah. still around. Sure, yeah. yeah. I, I, I never stopped listening to Kiss. Yeah, since I was did, three yeah. years old. I, yeah. It's yep. only gotten more intense and more crazy about it. Agreed. That's Agreed. That's Put it this way: this is how we tie every Kiss gets tied into everything. Now, mm -hmm. years ago, you know, with our business, uh, we had an accountant, and um, and and unfortunately, he had passed away. So we needed somebody new, like to take over. And I said, "Hey, you know, Chris is a Kiss fan, and uh, friend of ours, a friend of ours. <laughs> you know what I mean?" So. I called his office and I said, I'd like to speak with Chris. And they're like, well, he's not in, you know, could I take a message? And I said, yeah. I said, um, just tell him uh, it's Vinny Cusano. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I left my number and, and, and I knew it. I knew it was and Chris wouldn't call him back. No, I, he, call, he called me back and he's like, uh, hello? Like, he's just not sure you know, what was going on. And, uh, you know, we even started our, our business relationship uh, through Kiss. Nice. Awesome. He wasn't sure if maybe you're going to be started to make like uh, Cusano Cola or something like that <laughs> next. Like <laughs> Any cola. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that would fly. No, no. Yeah. Oh, guys, man, this has been uh, a pleasure. And it's great to kind of put the faces now and learn the personalities behind this awesome product. And uh, I can't wait to hopefully get everybody to support you guys get behind uh money bag sodas and you guys do you uh, um, one last thing i wanted to ask and i almost forgot 
any chances of you guys branching out into like I don't know margarita mixes and things like that? <laughs> things I, that you I, could I, bottle I, that could be like. I would like, you know. to, I would like to do drinks with, uh, you know, with with uh, vodka or something like that. Like yeah, a like, like the stuff there is cool now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would drink them too. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Not in front of Gene, no. Not in front of Gene. No, no. What did you put in this cola? Tastes different. Yeah. Yeah. So we so we got we got Chris Haig, the wallet, John and Paul Janik brothers, the men behind Gene Simmons money bag sodas. This has been awesome. You guys are great. We're so happy for you guys. The product's awesome. Uh, and it's been a thrill to talk to you guys for some time. Talk Kiss and talk Gene Simmons and talk your product. Thank you guys so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Thank, thank, you, thank you very thank much. You appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Oh, yeah. So, Tom, what do you think? Another great interview. Pleasantly surprised. Three great guys. Three huge lifelong Kiss fans just like us. Um, you know, of course, we only released the audio, not the video, but these guys were sitting in a huge room with tons of Kiss merch, the pinball machine behind them, all kinds of great stuff. Uh, you could hear the passion in their voices about being in business with Gene, getting the product off the ground and getting it out there and out to the masses. And then just their history as Kiss fans and their love of the band, their love of Gene. Uh, just great stuff. The kind of stuff that we're really proud to be able to have on our show and talk to these guys and spread the word about a product uh, that that they're proud of and that we're happy to spread the word about. Great guys, uh, local product, and of course, it involves Gene Simmons and Kiss. So how can you go wrong? Yeah, I, I found it fascinating. I'll be honest with you. A lot of it is like you put yourself in their shoes. You're going to go meet Gene. You throw it out there. And I love how they like push through with Gene. And then they explain to you, like, I will call you. And then Gene calls them. That's fucking insane. The way they explained it, I found it so rewarding to hear that one of our heroes was this cool. He I was totally, this cool. Yep, I agree. Right? Yep. And they're they like, no, 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 no. What you see on Family Jewels, you know, never mind the gimmicks that they put him through, but that's Gene. That's how he is. That's like that funny, self-deprecating, but business oriented, like, and, and that he doesn't treat them like shit. He treats them like you would want to be treated by a business partner. And he's Gene Simmons from From Kiss. (laughs) Exactly. There you go. Right. Uh, And I think that was the thing about, you know, we'd go, we got into the business aspect, the product, you know, all that. And then we just got into the being a Kiss fan dealing with gene one-on-one the personal side of gene um it was great it was really it was really interesting to hear the story of this for sure yeah and that's the part of the stuff where we talk somebody had written to us earlier about the way we talked when we had uh like carrie stevens on like honestly i want to know as a kiss fan how the hell do you separate yourself you're not working with gene are you like holy shit and how did you manage it and how was he to you and they were so cool about it. They told us how it worked. They told us some fun stories off the air. And even off the air, these three were so cool. So like, hey, uh, we'd love to hook you up with some stuff and product or whatever. Yep. Super nice guys. Uh, I wish we were uh, were up in the Niagara Falls area, like the kid from uh, Breakfast Club. From the Breakfast Club. Yeah, she lives in Niagara Falls. You wouldn't know her. Yeah. yeah. Any lay or anyone around here. <laughs> were you or were you not motioning to Claire? <laughs> um, I just, uh, um, to me, I, I, 
I love these kind of episodes. I love they're refreshing. I find them fascinating. And uh, the guys are great guys. Uh, the wallet, Paul and John, all fun, all have their own little history and some great stories they were telling us and some funny ones off the air, too. Yep. And uh, we hope that you guys hear this and you go buy some of their product and taste it for yourselves. Mm-hmm. You know how we always talk about it, like, you know, put some money in the people's pocket. Well, this is a product that Gene is selling. It's fantastic. Tastes awesome. I love soda to my detriment. <laughs> so I, I love it. And, uh, you know, we want you guys to try it. And if anything, push it on your supermarket chains and your stores around and ask. Like he said, you want to help? Ask your local, uh, I don't know, Johnny's Food Master <laughs> or uh, Stop and Shop or Shaw's or Demula's or Market Basket. Obviously, supermarket chains in Massachusetts. Uh, and, and ask them if they have any money bag sodas there. A soft drink. And if you want, tell them, hey, hey, this is how you can get it set up. That's right. Yeah. I, and uh, we really appreciated having the guys on. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Agreed. Yeah. Huge thanks to Chris, Paul, and John. Uh, great guys. Great product. Uh, check them out and, uh, you know, spread the word. Tom, what we do next is we go to question of the week. What do we got? Well, we got the question of the week. Which is brought to us by the wonderful Fusion Tech. And if anybody else is interested, because we've had a couple people uh, send us some emails, let us know. If you want to become a sponsor, shout it out loudcast. You can. Uh, there's plenty of different areas we can post your uh, your sponsorship. We can read your uh, advertisement, or we can place it in whatever you want. We're open to that stuff. So if that's something that interests you, just like Joe Decker. And don't tell me that Joe Decker and Fusion Tech is not gone viral. Yeah, Fusion Tech. Let us know. If you're interested, send us something out on social media or shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Fusion Tech is a recognized communications contractor specializing in the construction, splicing, testing, and documentation of all types of fiber optic networks. Along with that, Fusion Tech Electra can service all of your electrical construction needs, commercial, industrial, and utility, as well as electrical substation work and all UPS and DC power plant installation. Fusion Tech currently operates throughout the five boroughs of New York City, as well as New Jersey and the tri-state area, providing union labor with IBEW Local 3 in New York City and IBEW Local 164 and Local 102 in New Jersey. For more information about Fusion Tech, visit their website at fusiontech-llc.com or call them at 973-650-1357. And our question of the week comes to us from Twitter, CB Cody Brunet, Brunette, sorry if I'm screwing that up. <laughs> Animalize celebrates its 40th anniversary in 2024. So we're about a year and a half away from that. He wants to know, which do you think is most likely? Which do you want the most? An Animalized box set that includes the Animalized live CD and DVD and off the soundboard from the Animalized tour or Animalized live to get its own official release 
on DVD. Hmm. I'm not sure that animalized. Look, I think those 40 year anniversary things are going to be kind of set for iconic kiss albums. I don't think kiss is going to do that for animalized. No, I don't. There's not a big, you know, tug on someone's heart. Like, Oh, animalized. You remember when animalized, there's none of that. Now, if you say lick it up, I get that because lick it up was the first non-makeup. And a lot of people think it's their best non-makeup album. And uh, that I get, but animalized, huh? So I don't think that's the one. However, I would love a DVD CD Blu-ray combo of Animalized Live. That's what I want. An official release by the band. Maybe some commentary, some extra footage or whatever. I, I think that would be great. Yeah. I think what they will do for the 40th anniversary is probably release some uh, leopard spot swirled vinyl fucking thing. Yeah. But like Zeus said, the, the 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 big the big box sets, the big celebrations are for Destroyer, uh, Creatures of the Night this fall. Um, and other things like Love Gun, you, Rock and Roll Over, you get some nice merch, some picture discs. Animal Eyes will be acknowledged. Um, I, I don't think you're going to get much. I think if you had a shot of anything official from the band, you could get an off the soundboard from this era because they now seem to be tapping into some different eras. We just got 96. The next one is 77. We've already got a couple of 2000s. Obviously, nothing from the 80s. That's what everybody wants. But a proper blu-ray 4k remaster of that classic legendary animalized live would be great and and just as a sidebar i just wish kiss would would start releasing dvds to begin with yeah dubai um and then they're not releasing any any kind of of video uh packaging anymore they were they were on a run for a while and they're just not uh but i think if you if you were interested in some animalized i think you keep your fingers crossed for an off the soundboard you might get one of those but anyways great question cb cody on twitter thank you so much for contributing we really appreciate it. great question i think a lot of people really love animalize i know you love the last two songs on the album zeus it's your two favorite songs are, sorry gene i'm not a fan murder but, <laughs> yeah but until i see a live version of something with eric carr on it exactly I'm not holding my breath for something to come out like that. Yeah, good point. That was that was my other caveat. There is that the, we don't know if there's something behind the scenes about not having Eric Carr involved in official merch, as we talked about that unmasked. Let's see what happens has, with Creatures of the Night, and then we'll go from there. Actually, great point. So maybe maybe we don't know what we're talking about. We'll find out how they put that box set together. So yeah. So Tom, uh, people are listening to us here. I always find it funny that I ask, where can people find us? Well, people can find us here. Uh, but the best place to start for all things Shout It Out Loudcast is our amazing website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. You can find all of our episodes there, all Shout It Out Loudcast, all ARC, Zeppelin Chronicles, rankings from everything that we do because we love lists, we love rankings. You can go there and click on the link to buy merch. We talked about our Patreon link, our Amazon link. There's a section of friends, all the guests that have been on our show. You can click on them and it'll take you to their respective websites, whether it's Bruce Kulik or Chris Jericho or, or Greg Prado. Or our friends from the Boston Radio, Mike Chu, uh, Mistress Carrie. Uh, we've got some new ones that went on. Our friend, Courtney Cronin, Dole, Kulik, Lane. Spencer Cook. Cook. 
Simmons Tweed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so please, and you can also comment directly on the episodes from there. And you, there's also a place to send a general message to us too. So interact on there as well. And then, of course, we always mention our email, shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. Please keep those coming. And then our social media, which we're very active, our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, direct messages on all those. And, of course, YouTube. Uh, there's a lot of ways to get in touch with us and stay part of the program, part of the show. We love that. Uh, and, of course, we mentioned earlier our wonderful Patreon family. Huge shout-out to Brad Baird this week. Huge fan of the show, so we're glad he's part of that. And uh, we're part of the wonderful Pantheon Podcast Network of shows. Tons of great shows like the aforementioned Cobras and Fire with uh, LC that we mentioned earlier. Our buddy Jay from The Hook Rocks. Tons of great shows there. Check them out. Uh, you can visit them on their website or their social media as well. Um, so tons of places to find us. So please check us out. But the best is the website. That's the catch-all. Yeah, and you can always DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Tom, we're over 700 on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. So let's move that up. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find it. Uh, if you listen to us there, thank you. Share it. Post stuff on there. Comment on there. That helps us move up the food chain, and it helps the show grow. There's another way. Hey, how can I help? Subscribe to our YouTube. Make sure you tell your friends, and everybody else can too as well. Then go on to and give us one of those five star child <laughs> reviews on uh, Apple iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, Facebook, anywhere you can give a five star good pods is another place that yes. people are starting to use. That's another place that uh, is very helpful to us, but iTunes is always the best. Let's be honest. That's where a lot of the people leave their feedback. And we actually have one from a friend called bootleg friend and he's in Canada. Uh Oh, could this be somebody that we might know, but we uh, won't mention. Cause in case I think not. we know who this is. Okay. I do uh, must listen podcast. My favorite podcast and the only one I make a point of listening to every week. The guys don't take things too seriously, and the show is always entertaining. They speak their minds, which is refreshing in this day and age. Listening often results in actual laughing out loud. Always entertaining, and they have some great guests, like today. Mm -hmm. They are something of a trendsetters. As many other kiss podcast new and old are borrowing ideas oh and material from shout it out Loudcast. this is not a burner account for me and zeus no i think but i know who i think we know who this is He's i do a good too. guy too i do too great great guy yep uh you wanted the best and you got the best the hottest podcast in the world land uh shout it out Loudcast. now grab a mellow yellow and a slice and sit and enjoy Brace yourself for laughter. Bootleg friend from Canada, thank you for that. We greatly appreciate it. You know your hockey. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> no, thanks, buddy. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. We, uh, those, we always appreciate the kind words and the longtime support for the show. And, and also, of course, taking the time to actually put together a five-star review. Much appreciated. So thank you. Yeah, those are the things that mean a lot to us, and we really appreciate yep. that. And if yep. you guys want another way to help the show, go give us one of those five-star child reviews on any platform that allows you to do so. Yes. So that's very appreciated. Uh, you can email us. E we love reading the emails. 
We try to get to as many as we can, but we read them all. Yes. Um, at shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Uh, there you can tell us uh your thoughts and ideas about an episode, questions you might have, or uh advertising, whatever you want, you can reach us there. Uh, you can always go to our fucking fantastic new website, shout it out loudcast.com, shout it out loudcast. Dot com Tom and mentioned you got all sorts of things there. I personally love the rankings. I can't wait. Yep. And uh Tom unfortunately has the duty of updating it. So oh, I, I love it. You kidding me? So, I love that. I love uh that. I love when we get to update it like we just did the uh live uh off the soundboard. So if you go to the live albums in the ranking section, you see where we put the last off the soundboard. Those are fun things. Uh, lists me, I'm a list guy. I love looking. And there's sections there you guys can comment. You can say Zeus is out of his effing mind for putting that song in the top 10 of Kiss songs. Or that he has a, a Paul Stanley solo album above Aces. Whatever. We love hearing that feedback. It's always something that we always cherish when we see your comments and feedback on that. So that's greatly appreciated. The other thing is, if you look, I've been trying to add as many of the photos as well up there. You see some of our fellow podcasters, our friends, the guests on their show. You click on their headshots, you go right to their links. Mm -hmm. So the guys that we just had tonight, they'll be on there and they'll have their own little link. You click on that. You can go right to Moneybag Sodas. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So that's that's uh, something we like to do and give them a thanks for coming on our show. And then, you know, you have the merch. You click the merch button there and you go right to our section where you can buy Shout It Out Loudcast t-shirts. Then take a photo of yourself in that t-shirt, hopefully at an event, and send it to us and we'll put you on the website like we've been doing. And there's tons of people on there. Now we uh we just put in a couple of photos of a few of our people that we met at Creatures Fest. Our first friend that we met that's a female, our our lady friend Tracy. Love Tracy. There. Yeah, Tracy. We obviously confirmed a second lady listener today. Yes. Lisa. Yes. So now we got two that we know of. That's right. They, they exist. There are more, but you get the point. The merch is there. Contribute another way to contribute to the show. It's always a big help. Yep. So, and in addition, Tom, you will find us on a few different shows probably this week. So by the time this airs, you will have heard uh, I jumped on with Jay, our buddy from the Hook Rocks, who comes on with us and does the Zeppelin Chronicles. Zeppelin 3 will be coming up soon. Uh, I went on with uh, Jay, and we did a, a legacy where we talk about Whitesnake, the band, a lot nice. of the early stuff. Nice. Uh, which is my favorite part of White Snake. We uh, went through the White Snake catalog, talked about the band David Coverdale. That was a lot of fun. I did that with Jay, so that's out right now. And then Tom, in addition, people may find everybody's favorite sidekick, Murph. He joins me. Nice on our our buddy uh, our buddy Stevie Flight's show on the flight with him. Uh, Jason Warden, another fellow uh, shout out loudcaster, and everybody's favorite advertiser, Joe Decker from Yeah Fusion Tech. Yeah, and Tom, we went on that show and we talked about one of my favorite bands, top ten list of the Eagles. 
Woohoo! Yeah, I know you. You. You're really upset. You didn't want. You didn't make it for that one. I can see you get all bunged up for them <laughs> <Yeah>. making you <laughs> for making you listen to "Try and Love Again." <laughs> but uh, that was a ton of fun, and uh, having Murph on with me talking Eagles. Ah, oh, fan fucking tastic. Nice. And those cool. guys are really hitting their stride. Give them a listen. They're a lot of fun. And uh, having Joe and Jason out joining Stevie's uh is a great addition. I think those guys are have a fun podcast and uh, give them a, a listen, especially this week with me and Murph talking about the Eagles. There you go. Nice. Very good. Tom, what we like to do, we always like to end with famous last words, and that is lyrics to kiss songs. You got any? The sky is falling. And the wheels of life are grinding out a brand new beat. The streets are burning with the call of the wild. And I can feel the heat. Woo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Most definitely. One, two, three, four. You've got a lot. To say every night and every sunny day. It's the same thing you've been saying to me every day. Nice. Great deep cut. Oh, so good. Hotter than hell, man. Just some reason doesn't get the love that it deserves, in my opinion. Can't wait to do that album review. Oh. That's going to be a fucking blast. Oh. Yep. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, Gene. John, Paul, The Wallet, Tom, Kiss Army, and Loudcasters. Thank you. Huge thanks to Paul and John Janik and Chris Hake, The Wallet. Thank you guys so much for spending some time with us and talking about the wonderful money bag soda and everybody else out there. Thank you so much. And I always say this. Thank you for the continued kind words of support. You have no idea how much that means to me. I really appreciate it. And Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you. Make sure you check out their website, Gene Simmons, moneybag.com. And peace out, Girl Scout. And anybody that tells you that they want less money in life, be suspicious of this person. This is a liar. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 